0: S. get Welcome to the 81st episode of Laps Gamer Radio. It's holiday season here and as Ali gets his wetsuit on and jets off to Florida, Mark gets in a pickle as he tries to figure out what console to take in his hand luggage. Which brings us nicely to what any self-respecting gamer should have in their luggage. The PlayStation Vita i warn you now, there's probably going to be quite a lot of Vita love, as Andy, Hello. <laughs> and myself, Kev, have both got one stashed somewhere, stacked with games and ready to roll. But neither of us more so than our cultured guest from My Joypad and Me, and biggest champion of the Vita, Mr. Connor McCurvey, known on Twitter as v- at VDJOMB. Hello, Connor. Hello. How are you guys doing? Aw, oh, spectacularly well <laughs> considering <Cool. laughs> it's been a long time Um what have you been up to since we last dragged you behind the mic
1: well it's, it's been a year I think hasn't it? since I uh, <laughs> it's last yeah. joined you guys day. and I think that was to talk about a Vita game as well um, oh no it wasn't <laughs> I did I contributed to the one on Golden Abyss um, but I think yes. we had a, a chat about um, I can't remember what we chatted about it's been a long time I, I'm getting old my <laughs> memory's not what it was <laughs> It creeps up on us all. (laughs) It definitely does. Um, Yeah, what have I been up to? Quite a few things, really. There's been been some fairly dramatic things this year. We've Um, been keeping updated. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I got, got diagnosed with cancer at the, in February, which was a bit of a shock. So um, I've been having ongoing treatment for rectal cancer um, and that's still ongoing. So I'm I'm aiming next week to have some results to find out what's happened um, and find out what the, the next stage of the treatment is going to be. Uh, so that's been been pretty eventful. So it's meant I've kind of been off work for the last six months, which has been good and bad. It's meant I've been able to do a fair bit of gaming when I felt well enough. Um, but it's also meant to have kind of started to get a bit bored there's only so many box sets you can watch and you start to get (laughs) get isolated (laughs) off but definitely having the vita has been a a real bonus with having a little period in hospital and then having treatment where i've got to be in hospital for like a a few hours at a time it's handy having a portable console to sit there and and game on um there's only so much you can sit looking at twitter going no one's really saying anything or there's there's not really anything going on in the outside world Mm. so i might as well play a game and, and just chill out. And it's been been quite a bonus for that.
0: Well, usually when you're in hospital, it's the middle of the day anyway, isn't it? It's usually yeah. in the
1: afternoon when everybody's That's at it. work. That's it. Yeah. Everyone's doing normal things and I, I'm sorry <laughs> yeah. Someone entertain me. I might as well entertain myself then. You only get me rage arguments, <laughs> don't you, in the evening. Yeah, <laughs> good point. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, um, I've been doing a fair bit of video game streaming because obviously I've got like the, the days to myself. So I've been able to, to kind of grow my YouTube channel yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> you, you can't you can't grow a YouTube channel. It's it's needle in a haystack. Um, mm. But it's nice to kind of just use it as a way to break up kind of the the monotony. And it, it's quite nice. You, you do end up with some lovely people coming on. So I've been playing a lot of like fighting games. I've been getting back into those. Mm. Um, and just just sitting and going, all right, I've got a backlog of games to play. Let's fire something up and just sit and talk and play whilst I'm going through it. It's it's quite nice because it is. Going through treatment is quite isolating. You you generally have to avoid people because people are full of disease. <laughs> uh, and my immune system's basically turned off, so I've got to kind of avoid them. Which which as someone who likes to avoid people most of the time, if I can help it, yeah. it is, is quite a good excuse. Uh, but it does get to a point where you're a bit like, oh god, oh, this this is this is too much isolation now. I, I need to kind of speak <laughs> to people. But yeah, it's it's one of those things. Hopefully, um, scans will all be uh, a little bit more positive and we'll, we'll kind of know a bit more as to, to what the next stage is going to be. But I'm trying not to let it get me down too much um, and just kind of keep gaming and keep pushing on.
0: I've got to say, you're always chipper when we talk, so...
1: That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, d- I definitely try to be. It's been weird not doing a podcast in a while. I think the the last had a Me podcast was, I think, not long after I'd come out of hospital and had my diagnosis. Um, and then things kind of happened with, with the guys. Everyone's been really busy. There's been lots of kind of stuff going on. So it's been a fest. This is the first time I've been back behind a microphone since probably match time, I think, something like that. So it's been a good while. So um, hopefully I won't waffle too much, or at least... No more than I used to <laughs> for, uh, Clever cobwebs. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Like, there's dust
0: in your mic. <laughs> yeah. No, no <laughs> doubt. So the PS Vita then. Whereabouts do we want to start with it? Should we start with some of the facts? Or shall we just get into yeah, the meat of the be. thing? Because everybody knows that PS Vita has been around for, what, five years?
1: Or longer? Uh, about uh, that. Mine, yeah. Mine's a day one one. I got it launch yeah. day. So, um, Mine's the, the old fat one and still going strong. Well, that's... The preferable one, really, because it had a better screen. Yeah, I think I think people do actually quite like the the LED screen ones. I think hmm. I, I, for comparison, I personally I prefer my OLED one because I've seen yeah. the, the I think the slims are feel a bit plasticky and a bit flimsy. They don't seem yeah. to have quite the same same. Um, i want to say geff to them that's maybe not the right word <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't feel quite as steady they don't feel as, as substantial um but that's maybe because i'm used to it it's a sony thing though isn't it because yeah. every time they
0: bring, bring out a um whatever it could be any console you'll guarantee that there'll be a slim line and then a super cheap one further down the line yeah yeah look at the ps3 it ended up being a breville sandwich maker <laughs>
1: I think part part of the issue is when it launched. It launched at a point where Game were going into administration, so there was uh, they were on very much on the cusp of going into administration. Because yeah. I know full well when I yeah, I went I to that. I pre-ordered from two places from HMV and from Game and um i'd pre-ordered like a memory card and something (laughs) dodgy exactly yeah it was like they picked a really bad time to launch a console did sony (laughs) Um, and their stock basically had labels all over it that said this is the property of sony and it's not the stores until it is sold to the customer um so basically everything was on like sale or return. So if they did go into administration, basically Sony could come in and go, whoa, they don't earn this. This is a learner until it's paid for. Um, and there was major issues. I think Sony still do that, but they're still not trust. No, I don't blame yeah. them, to be fair. Who <laughs> would? Um, but yeah, that it was It was a big issue. That 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 doesn't fill you with a lot of hope for a systems launch if you, you can't easily just go in and grab a system and, and mm. know for, well, oh yeah, this is going to be fine. I think they... Um, the fact that that was kind of happening, I think there was a lot of instability in the game market as well at the time. Mm-hmm. I think mobile games were seen as the future, and nobody's going to want to play a, a console game. Everyone's just going to play things on their phone, which has since proven to mm-hmm. be utter bollocks. But um, yeah, I think the market was in a weird, weird kind of turbulent place for for launching a new console. I think the the 3ds was still fitting the market that. It wanted to fit, and Sony were trying to muscle into something with something that was ad- way more advanced than what the 3DS was, yep. power-wise and specs-wise. Yeah. And even what its intention to be was, it, it wanted to be a top-of-the-range home console in your hands. Yeah, which is virtually what the Nintendo have then come back with, with the Switch. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think you're absolutely bang on. That's exactly what the the switch is is basically It's a Vita, but obviously with with Nintendo's novelties and and bits and bobs to it. And I yeah. think to be fair, Sony missed a trick because the Vita could have been used as. In a very very similar way to be hooked up to your tv and things like that and they missed out on having like hdmi ports and stuff Mm. um Mm. that that could have basically turned it into that that kind of system but the the biggest issue i think for for sony was the way that they marketed it and the (laughs) lack of marketing (laughs) yeah And the fact is, uh, some of the marketing they did do, they ended up getting pulled up on because they were in breach of rules because saying you could pay PlayStation 3 quality games on your on your Vita and that was kind of proven to be false. <laughs> um, a lot of the advertising standards that they were kind of going against and ended up in quite a bit of trouble. I think there was class action lawsuits and all sorts with regards to the Vita and I think they've certainly made made some big, bold promises and mm. as typical with sony is they tend to fail to <laughs> deliver on them yeah. yeah no man's sky all over again <laughs> yeah so this will be the best thing ever really are you going to support it for more than like you did the playstation move no probably not mm, no it's it's just sony seemed to have a really poor attention span with things it's like look 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 at this it's brilliant it's brilliant it's a 3d <laughs> tv it's absolutely brilliant everyone's gonna want one he's still making games for 3d tvs now no we're not going to bother we'll do that for for a couple of weeks and then we'll move on to something else and it's it's a real shame i know i understand kind of keep moving with the technology but if you want something to establish itself you kind of need to support it mm. yeah it's funny then that the vita's actually
0: got out there and somehow it's found its audience uh quite spectacularly really you know it, to say that it's got it getting no support from anywhere um you've basically got a still a decent turnover and you've still got publishers that are making stuff for it Uh, albeit not that many over here now but certainly in
1: japan where it's still a massive market it definitely is it's one of those things i think in a similar way to the way the psp went is that it 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 continues to sell because it's a device people find attractive with the fact that there's something on it they want and i think it becomes yeah. almost kind of like a, a cult system that that people go actually this random anime thing has now come out oh wow must get on it It never <laughs> had any major killer apps but i don't think the playstation v needed it i think it was busy waiting for this killer app but while that was happening Tons of Steam games were coming to it. Loads of indie developers were bringing games mm. to it. There was yep. lots of stuff that was happening. Sony were supporting it with stuff like PlayStation Plus um, and bringing out lots and lots of games that way. But yeah. when kind of releasing these big budget titles, which you would have seen on PlayStation Three or you'd have seen on PS4, mm. is that Sony seemed to kind of step away from being. This is this is where we're going to put all of our eggs. They'd already moved on to right PlayStation 4's around the corner. We're going to put all of our eggs into that basket. Yeah. And I think it's kind of a shame that there's they, this, they have a lot of very big first party developers that they kind of went, yeah, we'll, you can all release one game for it and then we'll move on. And I'm sure there's probably quite a few of those first party developers that had games in development that we never saw I'm surprised we didn't mm. see something from like the likes of Sucker Punch or because um, obviously Ben did like Golden Abyss. I'm sure there was there yeah. was quite a few were working on stuff and Sony just went well. We, it's not selling well enough. We don't think you should continue to work on something and and just shelved it. It certainly looks like they've just thrown the baby out with the bathwater. Definitely, yeah. It, it's a real shame because it is a nice system. One of the biggest mm. biggest moans people had with a, the uh, the PSP was the fact it only had one analog stick, and basically all games since PlayStation One were using two analog <laughs> yeah. sticks. So yeah. your, your first person shooter market and third person shooters were all needing the the twin stick approach. So so to have that second stick was actually a big boom, and. It works well. It does work well for for having those two sticks. I think the form factor of the system's not bad. Certain games, it's a bit uncomfortable to play, but as a as a physical portable system, it's portable. Yes, it's it's not as small as your your average mobile phone, but it's it's not like the size of the Wii U controller or anything. Yeah. It's it's a decent. You can pop it in a decent sized pocket and take it around with you, and you can fill it with tons and tons of games because of the Mm. indie developers there's a lot of games that are quite small they don't need to be a 16 gig download to try and play something you've got got something that's a few hundred meg on there
2: i mean it is a work of beauty i mean when you look that screen let's talk about screen you know and we compare it to the switch it's not as big as a switch but it there's the contrast the the colors that come out from it yes the way it's designed it, it it's a sleek bit of kit. Yeah. As well as that, we'll get into this, I would imagine, later on,
0: but when you're playing something like a PlayStation 1 game, I mean, I love to play Final Fantasy VII on mine. Yeah. Um, when you're playing the old back catalogue stuff, it looks great on that five-inch screen, but if you'd have played it on a larger device or a larger TV or something
1: like that, it looks absolutely dog-do. Yeah. One of things and we kind of do have to mention this, is the biggest issue was the memory card. I think it it's the thing that majorly put people off. Is I don't yeah. understand. Well, I kind of do understand. Sony didn't want people using SD cards because potentially people could pirate stuff. Um yeah. that's that's Fine. You 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 have encryption technology, Sony. You've had it for years. It was called <laughs> uh, Magic Gate. You had it on all of your proprietary memory cards. Why the hell your system couldn't just incorporate that and allow people to use whatever size SD card is completely beyond me. It just seems completely backwards to say right what we're going to do is we're going to charge you a large amount of money for the console and then we're going to charge you an even more ridiculous amount of money to put <laughs> a memory card in even though we're at a point where we want everything to go digital we basically want you to buy your stuff thus so that we don't have to physically produce anything um but we're going to make the storage device that you store that product on so damn expensive that you're not going to be able to afford to to get many of them. I have a 64 gig card in mine yep. and it cost Same me here. 80 quid. We're
0: nearly as much as the PS Vita. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, when I, when I first got my um, machine, I got 16 gig with it. And that's why I'd had like multiple orders. Cause I ended up getting my console <laughs> from HMV because it came with a free copy of golden abyss, uh, but bought yeah. my memory card and my accessories from game because game didn't have, cause I've got the um, 3g model as well. So I had, i've got the yeah. old singing old dancing launch model yep um same here uh, not that it was uh yeah I, <laughs> I did use it for stuff though to be fair um but yeah so to then mm. go right 16 gig okay and to start off with 16 gig isn't bad it's not a bad amount of space to to have for for games but it doesn't take long when your games are on the memory cards themselves for five gig um that's that's quite big mm. so you do end up getting to a point where like I've started doing is I've started buying physical games because I haven't got the space on my memory card to actually store them so it's cheaper for me to buy the game secondhand physically because it's three gig and I can clear up three <laughs> gig off my memory card and download a load more indie games for it you know I never thought of it that that way
0: yeah that is actually cheaper than buying um, space on a memory card, so that's it. That's insane. You can
2: buy a new memory card. Yeah. The Wi-Fi edition was $230 when it released. Mm. Um, the Wi-Fi 3G was 280 So if you're adding another 60 quid for whatever memory card you got, that's you're nearly looking like a three fifty of a three hundred quid yeah. system. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Sh- I'm sure it was about sixty quid for
1: um, the sixteen gig card when I got mine. Mm. I Think it was. I'm, I'm yeah, sure yeah. it was around that because um, I got mine the three G version because. Um, HMV were doing the, the offer for Golden Abyss with the the system um, but if you Vodafone and putting a 5 like a Fiverr top up on, it's like a pay you go Sim, so basically I got Wipeout for free, or well for a 5 rather than for nice. um, 35 right. quid or whatever the cards were at the time <laughs> so I was like well that was actually saving me some money so I got quite a good deal and got good game straight yeah. off the bounds mm. um, with the system and I certainly didn't look back from that point onwards. It's been one of those machines that I've constantly used, whether, maybe not daily, but it's definitely been one where, oh, I just fancy a bit of this, and you just fire it up and go, I'll have a play on this.
0: Okay then, we've got a list of talking points, as long as you're armed, so we'll start off with the first and the biggest elephant in the room, which is Sony, not actually announcing that the PlayStation Vita has ceased production, and yet, have you tried buying a brand new... PlayStation Vita boxed retail anywhere just lately?
1: Mm. Not in a a store recently. Um, You can seem to pick them up online there. Definitely, if you look on eBay and Amazon, you can usually find them. Tend to be imports.
0: Yes, yeah. There's nothing actually UK. I've been having a look at it and uh, you see that there's a lot of third party sellers selling, but they're not actually UK or European sometimes. They're just
1: Jap imports there yeah. seems to be this european stock that was bought up and kind of grabbed and that seems to kind of trickle out i think because a lot of big companies ditched their stock mm. i think a lot of people went in and grabbed it when it was dead cheap and are kind of holding on to it so you do you do see uh, like british european um models popping up that are literally brand new yeah um that someone's obviously just gone and bought a bulk load of them from some company or other that are just trying to shift the stock that they've got of them. So they they are available, but yeah, there's, there's not many. It's not as if you can just pop down to, to your local game and say, I'd like a, a brand new PlayStation Vita. Cause chances are they'll go, no, nope.
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> we ain't got one of those. <laughs> they'll probably just
0: look at you and go, Oh what now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh,
2: what year are you in yeah. a time traveler yeah it was about 18 oh, months dude. wasn't it when it came down in price i think it tied in with the the vita tv as
1: well i think or oh, yeah. playstation tv or what stupid not knowing what the hell they're calling that device um i think that kind of pushed the vita out as well i think they they just yeah. again sending their mixed messages And Trying to find brand new games in stores is pretty difficult. A lot of places have basically just fire-sailed them and got rid of them. You can still find them occasionally. That's
0: how bad the message was. I actually had a Vita TV and I always call it PlayStation Telly. I didn't think it was actually called Vita TV. Depends which country you're in. I had to get rid of it because the Wi-Fi on it was absolutely shocking. Yeah. The whole idea was that this unit ran on Wi-Fi and yet you could be five meters away from your router and it just go, "Uh, no, insufficient signal. Yeah. But I I can use my Vita outside.
1: Yeah. What's going on? It was a nice theory, was the Vita TV, basically having a Vita without the screen on it and a controller, and you just have the yeah. bins in a box that you can, which is basically use. what we were talking about, you know, earlier. Yeah, uh, they're trying to catch up on a missed point there, I reckon. Yeah, and I think that that could have been an absolutely fantastic device if it had been done properly. If it have had like five G hmm. connectivity, if if it have been thought out a little more rather than just yeah we'll take all of the expensive bits off the vita and just put a circuit board in a box with a few parts on it and go there you go just hook it up to your telly it's like that's fine but most of your games require touchscreen and weird buttons that you don't <laughs> yeah.
0: have. Yeah, camera, it's, mic. Yeah, it's
1: like your best games, you force developers to incorporate loads of features that you now can't <laughs> utilize because you've taken them away from this little box. It's like, you, there's no thought in that, which is a real shame because it, it could have been brilliant if they'd have gone right well we we need to not try and shoehorn loads of these different bits and bobs Mm. in maybe they could have just paired it up with some move controllers or something yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm surprised they didn't to be fair that given (laughs) given the way that the um the like navigation controller is very much like the joy cons a couple of those probably would have worked quite nicely when you look
2: at the vita itself it was like almost like a testing ground when you look at the cross by play Feature, you know, when you're able to play PS4 games and then PS3 games, isn't it? That in
1: it thats unbelievably good, actually. I, yeah. I really like that feature. Yeah. I, th- I think that so. was fantastic. The fact of you buy a game and you get it on multiple consoles and yeah. you oh, can yeah. then start it off on one console, sling your game safe to the cloud, and then carry on playing it on your portable. And then go back mm. and sling it back when you get home. And it, they, they kind of marketed it as for like, I think MLB, the show was like their, their big game that this was what you were going to be able to do with all their really big first party titles. But to be fair, it worked far better on a lot of the smaller ones. A lot of yeah. the India titles mm. where you were just like, actually, I only want to to, to play a little bit on this. I'm going to do a bit and then I'm going to carry on and come back to it. But yeah, that, that idea, the the cross-buy thing is definitely something that, that Sony really started. Mm. And I think a lot of other companies have kind of gone, oh, that's quite a clever idea, that.
2: There's a lot of great ideas what you can see now combining the Switch. Mm. Yeah. But Sony could just never seem to join the dots fully <laughs> together. <laughs> no. It was yeah, like, we've got these parts and we know what we're going to do, but either... The powering the Vita wasn't right, or the Wi Fi Vita wasn't right, and we just can't seem to get it to match. It was almost like the Vita came out possibly when the PlayStation 3 was ending. Had they waited maybe two, three years, you know, come out. 2 years into the PS4 life cycle you might have it might have been more success I think yeah they
1: they, they yeah. Straddled two generations there and I think you're absolutely mm. right is they were they were trying to sit into both camps and they tried certain aspects like the remote play which which worked for for the PS3 that's brilliant that that was that was where it first kind of came from and was was a really really clever idea and the fact of having games that you could could start on the PS3 I think it, they just they, they, as you said, it it's between two generations, and they then had to straddle into the next generation. And you've mm. got that kind of well, we still need to kind of have the legacy of the PS3 stuff, but we also need to have this PS4 stuff, and we need to have it all kind of working. And I think yeah. the problem is, is that the the PS3 Sony's infrastructure was so broken. The the whole network code, the the lack of name changing, and all that type of stuff, the lack of cross party chat. That was something the Vita brought and Xbox had had yeah. for years. Yeah, It's like that was the big thing that people were complaining about with the PS3 is why can't we have cross-party chat? Why can't we chat to people who are playing different games? It's because of the way their network infrastructure worked, wouldn't allow it. But then the Vita come along and you could actually do it. And that for me was like, yeah. that's amazing. <laughs> I can do this on a portable console. I can chat to people playing something completely different to me wow, oh, I can chat to someone who's on the PS3 at the same time I'm on the Vita. That's just strange on the PS4 now. I
0: do like the timing on this because the fact that you have a console that not only can play remotely a PlayStation 4 but also a PlayStation Mm -hmm. 3, the fact that it's playing PSP games as well, and playstation one games it's it's ridiculous well you could play ps1 games via remote play as well it's like the the jack of all trades if you like but never really the master of any
1: yeah and I, i think that's that's kind of the problem is that that people were expecting it to be the master of certain things and it isn't and it it and that's kind of the beauty of it that it isn't yeah i think had it been only really really good at one thing then that's when its lifespan dies off because it's limited for the period of time that that one thing is is useful for. as soon as that one thing has gone you're basically left with nothing so this is why it's still got that life in fact it's got a better life now than it had when it launched i I think to a certain extent it probably has i think there would be a lot of them that that are gathering dust. There, <laughs> yeah, but I, there is a a lot of people that are still hardcore players that that really do like their Vita and do play it a lot. Like <laughs> like, yeah, like myself, definitely. It's one of those those systems for me that that has had so many really really good games, so many games that have kept me engaged and kept me playing. But Also, a lot of features that have kind of been really interesting. The whole um uh, being able to share stuff to Twitter. That was well before the PS4 came out. Oh, yeah. Like, you could take a screen grab of your trophies and just just upload it to Twitter or look at this part in a game and just upload it to Twitter or Facebook. It's just like, wow, that's that's really good. That was something that Sony then jumped on with PlayStation like share and went, we really want to do this. And then all the other companies were kind of yeah, we want to do this. Microsoft trying to do it, not necessarily doing it very well. Nintendo now trying to do it as well with the Switch. It's like understanding that you're basically getting people to market your product for free and they're enjoying doing it. Yeah. so that's that's basically what you're giving them the tools to do yeah it's, it's things like that there's there's some really clever innovations in there there's a lot of stuff that they kind of started to gimp and remove though which is is a bit annoying because like YouTube originally was was quite it was quite nice having YouTube on the V because it was bigger than having watching YouTube videos on your phone but not as big as watching them say on your TV yeah. but it was quite handy because the screen was so good. Because the, the visual quality was so, so nice to be able to watch stuff. Um, and having Netflix, which never made it to Britain on the PS Vita. You could never watch Netflix in Britain on the Vita, but America had it. It's like, oh, what yeah. the hell? Why why is that not available? <laughs> it's silly things like that. Well, let's
0: face it. Netflix Silver in Britain is not worth it anyway.
1: <laughs> it's not bad for TV series, to be fair. But um, yeah, for, for films, it's not necessarily the, the greatest. But, no. <laughs> yeah, I think the the screen is definitely one of the the biggest selling points. Is the, the how glorious that OLED screen is. And as you can see mm. now with Apple announcing that their new um Apple X is going to be an OLED screen is that that OLED is going to be the future because now Apple says so well OLED has kind of been around for quite right. a few years now It's not yeah. new <laughs> yeah. Sony
2: got there first in the
1: small it's screen. not new' it's, it's expensive, but it's a really really beautiful, beautiful display.
2: Think about the size of it you know it fits into your hand really comfortable it's not a sometimes you felt with the PSP it was a bit uncomfortable yeah you know the layout of the controls the Vita I mean certain games are a bit more difficult if you're using the back screen and stuff, but it does feel comfortable. When you play games, yeah,
0: yeah, the PSP
2: was definitely more fiddly. Yeah, it it felt too small. The position of
0: that like yeah.
1: thumb nub thing was was really odd as well. It didn't feel quite in yeah. the most natural yeah. of places, and yeah, it it definitely. It didn't feel ergonomically designed.
0: It could be just our fat builder's fingers. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, a console's only as good as its catalogue. And luckily, the PS Vita has got a ridiculous catalogue. You have a look at the Wikipedia and there's quite a comprehensive list on there of what's been available. What makes it special, though, is the fact that there's no region lock on this. And I'm pretty sure that it covers just about any genre you can think of, too.
1: Yeah. The region free thing is is quite well, a big deal yes the fact that you definitely. can import your games from wherever well you don't have to worry that that the memory cards are a spe- uh, the game cards are a specific shape so you can't use it in your console no. or it's going to be region locked yeah you can just if you want to import a japanese game do it you want to import a game from america do it australia wherever makes yeah. no difference it's the same card it goes in it can read it yeah that's fabulous
0: yeah. yeah, well, especially when you've got such a massive market in Japanese, um, yeah. the only problem you've got to really check is that is it English-friendly. But apart from yeah. that, I mean, if you've got some sort of, even if it's rudimentary sub- subtitles, um, a lot of them will supply that because obviously yeah, yeah. Hong Kong's uh, quite a large English-speaking place anyway, so you yeah, yeah. need to
1: be able to yeah. um, sell them over there as well. It's a, it's, that's a, a big market is to... Yeah. It's- to do it. And I think there's a lot of people will, will import games for people will go off and, and find niche titles and things. So there's, there is a community of, of people that are, are looking at these games and talking about them and, and playing them. A lot of stuff I've got no interest in. I'm not a, an RPG fan. Generally, I'm not really a Japanese RPG fan at all. Yeah. Um, but there's certainly certain aspects that are more interesting. There's a lot of like digital novels. um, A lot of the, is it Atomi, which is like the weird kind of love story, like Japanese love story Mm. stuff that basically press X all the way through and a bit (laughs) pickier and adventure, but that's something a bit different. And if it's translated to English or it's, it's done well, then it's a different experience. And I'm, I'm all up for, for having a look at something different. And definitely there's been quite a few different style of games that, that have kind of come to the Vita.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's what's kept it going in the last few years, isn't it? As Sony sort of abandoned it and stopped developing for it, and a lot of the larger gear companies have left it. It's been places like Atlas or these Japanese companies that have supported it. Yeah, I think you're absolutely bang on. I think there is there is a,
1: a big market there in the Japanese stuff, and but there is also a lot of as as we've said, a lot of indie developers have seen mm. an opportunity to to kind of go. Well, the attach rate seems to be good for this device. Um, we need to keep releasing stuff. Look at like Severed yeah. for the that was that's probably one of the last big Vita exclusives is Severed. Yeah, I'm gonna to have to search and find what the company's called, but they've they've been like a big big ambassador for the Vita, and they they said right we are releasing this on the Vita, and they did, and they I think it's now coming to the Switch is Severed, and I think it's gone to like iOS and stuff like that. But the original idea was we want to release it on the Vita, and good that
0: Yes, thank you. Yeah, I was just trying to think of guacamole. I'm thinking, oh, come on, I can see the logo.
2: Kev, okay, you Googled it. Uh, I'm <laughs> not even near a computer. You Googled it. You Googled it. You Googled it. Don't, don't, don't lie.
1: <laughs> yeah, the, 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 oh, like Future Lab, who did Velocity um, and Velocity 2X. Oh, yes. They made tons of games. They released yeah. loads of stuff. You had all the PlayStation Mini stuff, which was very much kind of like a, a pub fund, homebrewers kind of. Quickly make us a game and and see what happens. So you got all of these really small mobile titles, basically. but A lot of them were really really good that went on to actually be released as proper Vita titles. Um. So there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that that's kind of small and niche, in the sense of being indie rather than small and niche as being it's for for a, a foreign market. There's a lot of quality titles out there and. A lot of developers that I think wouldn't be who they are if they hadn't developed a lot of stuff on on the Vita first, yeah. because it gave them give them a cheap entry into releasing stuff that wasn't necessarily going to get lost on Steam. Which, if they'd just released it on Steam, it would have been been buried under all the, the funk of of Steam's <laughs> shovelware. Yeah, mm.
0: the thing is, um, I think this is possibly why. Uh, Sony have got so much confidence in the indie market and actually embraced yeah. it to a certain extent on the PlayStation 4. You know, yeah. you've had you've had titles like Rocket League that have been a ridiculous success. Yeah. And it was all down to them just giving it the push on PlayStation Plus. Yeah. And, you know, it, it got a physical release a lot later down the line. But I don't think this would have happened if it hadn't been for the PS Vita and them trying new things and doing things like this.
1: I think, I the, think that- there was that that approach of of jumping in and adopting the the indie market and saying look we'll help you get your game out mm. there we will get it out to people what do you need us to do what do you want us to do we can help with marketing we can help with which is is ironic certainly helping with marketing <laughs> <laughs> so has like tech is voting for christmas um <laughs> Yeah, they, they but they they did actually do they did support them. I think there, there was a lot of support. I think there was a lot of people in place that were helping smaller developers start to get their their ideas out there and and start to kind of produce stuff. And a lot of companies did start to get stuff out there. Like Cave um, Cave Digital published a lot of games for smaller indie devs. So you got a lot of companies developing but not necessarily knowing how to get a game published. And then Hmm. you would have companies step in that would help. So like Double Eleven, uh, Kev, I'm trying to think of a few others, Uh, Just Add Water, I think did it as well. So that that stepped in and said, okay, we'll make it a little bit easy. We'll help get your game there because we know what it's like on that market. I think a lot of bigger or now more well-known devs have found a lot more love like Mike Bithell with... Um, Thomas was alone and volume. I think mm. yeah, they would have done done okay on Steam, but I think having that PlayStation audience is is a different audience to kind of capture. And I think it if you can tap into that kind of money, um, it's it's a fairly lucrative way of making a, a decent bit of money. And I think the the fact that there are people looking to buy games on the V, it is it is a market that can still be be filled and and people can still release games and people will still buy them the fact that you've had that stupid i am mayor or whatever it was where you just press the button press the screen x amount of times and you get a platinum (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's like oh my god this is this is the death of the vita but someone's thought that's a good idea and they've probably made a pretty penny out of it fair play to them
2: it's difficult you know to say that it hasn't been supported by devs i mean Sony threw a lot of titles at this game. Yeah. Killzone came out in it, Killzone Mercenary. Killzone is probably,
1: Mercenary is probably the best Killzone game it's such mm. a pretty, pretty game. It's so well put together. The story works well. Yeah. The ideas behind it. Yeah, there's a little bit of shoehorning in of some of the Vita's um like mechanics at touch screen and back screen and all that type of stuff. But as a game, it's really well constructed and plays really, really well. Yeah. Yeah. And then you've got stuff like Little Big Planet, um, which works really really well yeah, on the video it, awesome. it's a really nicely because it's got that tactile idea to it and you've got the ability to draw on the screen with your finger to create your levels and all that type of stuff yeah really really good
0: you see that that predates super mario
1: maker yeah oh yeah, yeah. Used,
0: used exactly the same tech
1: yeah <laughs> you know just <laughs> on wii U. oh yeah completely um or tear which Has to be one of the best games on the VR. It's it uses all of the technology on the VR in a way that isn't shoveled in. Like look at little deviants, which is basically it's a tech demo. Whereas look at Tearaway, and it goes, right. We want you to use the front camera because we want you to capture your face and be part of this game. We want you to use the rear touch, but in rather than the rear touch, just being really awkward, we're going to do it so that your fingers are displayed. If you tap the, the rear touch, so it's as if you're poking through the screen, we're going to have you touch the front screen and we're going to have the gyros working, but it's all going to feel like it's part of a package, not, we're trying to get you to do this unnecessarily uncharted golden abyss has loads of stuff shoveled into it that yeah. was a nice idea but didn't really need to be there the whole having to hold your Vita up to the light to to be able to reveal a oh. puzzle <laughs> or yeah. repeatedly rubbing on a screen to get rid of stuff it's like nice ideas you're overusing them and they're, they're becoming unnecessary and there's no way around them they're they're there, like using gyros and things like that is if you incorporate something well, it, it adds to the the feel of the system. And I think Sony do have a tendency, especially with like first wave stuff, is they turn around and go, you must use everything. PS3 with the six axis. Yeah. All games must use the six axis. Yeah, but our oh, game Lair. doesn't work with the six axis. <laughs> yeah, but it's got to use it. Yeah, Lair, that exactly yeah. is a perfect oh, example. Awesome. Yeah it's like why, why are you doing this stop it stop forcing the technology <laughs> mm. onto people allow the devs to, to look at it and see what's there and come up with something that uses it properly don't force it down people's throats and yeah. I think when they, they allow the devs to kind of step away and make their own games you get better games and I think we saw that definitely
2: I mean I enjoyed Resistance Burning Skies and that was a quite That's the, it.
1: I've only recently played that and that wasn't bad it, it it's nice. not amazing the multiplayer is actually really good which is a real yeah. shame because you've got one multiplayer trophy in the whole thing and yeah. it's a bit of a bullet to get but the, the fact is that had quite a nice multiplayer if you'd have actually put some trophies into that people probably would have played it a bit more i think the trophies on resistance are dreadful because that game could be Could have a fair bit of replay value in it. It's not an Mm. awful game. It's not the best game ever, but it's not an awful game. And as a portable first person shooter within a known Sony franchise, it's actually really well done. It it could have been a really, really cheap, hacky kind of thrown together mess uh, like Call of Duty. (laughs) um, And it isn't. It's actually a really decently put together game no it's not the best and yeah maybe it was a bit rushed but sometimes there's there's a lack of thought involved in in when certain games come out
2: i mean even third party so i haven't played it yet but there's a batman arkham asylum that tied in the gate the black gate yeah black gate that's that's nice is black gate it's it's kind of like a
1: side-scrolling platformer it's it's actually works quite well it's not the most Mm. again it's not the most amazing game ever but it utilizes the system in a way that that it works well it's like that pseudo 3d like two and a half d kind of graphic style to it but it's within keeping within the the game's aesthetic it's got similar combat system it's it actually works quite well that's one that's worth picking up if you see quite cheap because it's it's not actually a bad Mm. game um i'm just having a look through my my Vita now and seeing what's on your ever increasing mm. Vita collection. Yeah, the
0: thing is, most most of the titles you've mentioned so far are all pretty early on in the life cycle of the Vita. Mm. You know, the the, the even then, the, they're definitely the big
1: hitters, the triple A's and what have you. But well, if you look at later on, been around for a while. Later on, you've got like. Double Fine that, that basically started definitely. bringing out of their older games so Grim Fandango Remastered yeah. Tentacle yeah. Broken Age they're pretty big games to
2: have been brought to, to a dying system uh, definitely mm. it was an Assassin's Creed game that I played it was female lead That's, it was a really fun game set in New Orleans Liberation totally Liberation yeah it's it's a bit annoying but um yeah they yeah. and
1: considering it's a portable game that's actually quite a big game and it was a big franchise to bring it's not mm. it's not a dreadful game by any means there's definitely a lot of the third party devs did bring some of their their big franchises to it need for speed most wanted probably one of the yeah. best racing games on a portable system ever it is
2: so so good
1: but, that was yes. be a
2: really good part. I haven't played, and I don't like Borderlands Two because I'm playing it on my PS4. But I have heard it's a really good part, and it's a lot of fun. Well, I, I need to. D- Column keeps sending me a message to to get on and play him with that,
1: so <laughs> I need to actually arrange to do that with him. But you've got Columns of Swine as well, because
0: he is uh, the world's greatest enabler because he's just <laughs> a, re- a really bad buying
1: habit, as bad as yours, I think. <laughs> yes, I think I've kind of I think we've we've worked with each other on that. Because I just say, oh, <laughs> I've just picked these up off eBay and he'd be like, Yeah, I've just ordered these from Amazon. So he'll start to uh, build a- <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm rapidly approaching my hundredth um game cart. Wow. God grief. It was mainly because of that reason of I bought a 64 gig car at the beginning of the year and filled it up and I'm like, oh my God, how have I filled up 64 gigs so quickly? This is ridiculous. And it's like, okay, what games have I got on here that that I can kind of get rid of? Okay, let's have a look. What are the prices for, for second hand Vita games? Okay, but anything between four and twenty-five quid. Okay, let's have a look. What? Let's list. Let's have a look at the the size of these games. Let's see if I can get some of these off. Which, yes, I've got for free with PlayStation Plus, but I can pay four quid and have a physical version of it. So let's go on eBay. Yep, there we are. Four quid, brilliant. That's four gig free. Let's download a few more games, and it became a bit c- a-, a compulsive of. Let's free a bit more space up. Let's free a bit more space up, and I I probably got 150 odd games on my Vita itself but then I've, I've I'm getting approaching to like 100 physical cards yeah but when
0: you get those little blue boxes they're so cute they it just is, look yeah.
1: lovely <laughs> but this this is my other thing is this is Kagok kind of like, but you look on eBay and there's so many that don't have the boxes I'm like what the hell? Yeah. This is this is just abuse. Like <laughs> people selling entire collections that haven't got the boxes. And I'm like, I want the boxes. The boxes look nice. The boxes keep them protected. Especially when you
0: see the, the amount of crazy Japanese yeah. stuff, you know. I mean, some of those the box art is sometimes better than the actual game. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: definitely. <laughs> but there's some really, really nice collectors editions as well. Some really collectible Yes. Like Ooh. some really yeah, wild yeah. packaging on some of There's well. certainly a lot of the Japanese ones. There's there's some really, really nice additions and i think this is this is kind of where where it'll probably go is it will become one of those collector's items it'll be one of those ones that they're going to be pretty difficult and damn expensive but if you wanted to have a decent size collection you could start to have one now um probably within the next couple of years you might find certain games a lot harder to get hold of yeah. even now some games are, are hard to get hold of or are really really expensive physical yeah. but i think that's that's kind of the thing with the way d- the digital works. I think for me, having the physical stuff means that I can free up space on my my machine for digital stuff. So I can just have the card. I don't really want to be walking around with thirty game cards <laughs> with me. <laughs> it's only a pocketful. It it was a portable PS2 to a certain extent. Is the mastered. Or ported over a load of their classic franchises so you had like Sly Trilogy Ratchet and Clank Trilogy Jack and Daxter Trilogy the Ratchet
0: and Clank Trilogy looks brilliant
1: it's amazing it it just uh, wow how are you bringing PS2 games over to a portable system Mm. you've basically created a portable PS2 and then God of War collection as well the two God of War games Grand Theft Auto Metal Gear Solid Grand Theft Auto in fact you've
0: got the only way now of getting all the Persona collection as well, except for Persona 5, which is a shame, but (laughs) you can play Personas 1 to 4 on there, and 4 Golden, oh, don't even get me started on that.
1: Well, I, I picked that up and I'm still to play it. Oh. I have heard so much about it and I, I I do feel that I owe it to myself to at mm. least play that yeah. game. Even if
0: you're mm. not exactly a big nerd as far as um, RPGs are concerned, this is something quite special.
1: It's, the praise that it seems to have had leveled on it from all sectors seems to be it, it's one I should really, really play and it's it's maybe one I should should start off next month and and do it as mm. like a Kodak Momentum type oh, I'll thing. I will not do of, that. Of <laughs> just try <trying laughs> and play through it. Uh, well,
0: Oh god no, you've got at least sixty hours.
1: Oh right, okay. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe
2: spread <laughs> it over a couple of months <laughs> then <laughs> that's, that's at least a few blood testers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's got the strategy game as well. XCOM came out on it. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Warhammer Squad Command from the PSP. That is a brilliant game. Oh <laughs> And you get got Warhammer gaming somehow. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that is have forgotten about that one as well. Yeah, so it's um, all these games I mean do you remember? Oh, it was a classic cracking game, Motorstorm RC.
1: Oh, yes. Oh. Yeah. That was cross by as well, wasn't it? It was cross by and cross-play. Yeah, play. it
2: is. So these little gems are out there. I mean, Zero Escape. Zero Escape,
1: That's... yeah. There's there's a new one of that as well. There's another one of part of the franchise.
2: Is it the Nom- Nomarchy something or other? Not, I can't remember what it's called. So essentially, it is an amazing system that does provide a lot of entertainment. Definitely, and it is is the point where if you can pick one up cheap, you can pick one up for
1: under 100 quid. Mm. You're just going to end up having to pay for for a memory card on it. But the fact is, if you've had PlayStation Plus for a couple of years and you've been banking all those games, you have got an instant game collection straight off. You've got an instant portable game collection that... Yeah, there might be a lot of stuff in there you're not interested in, but there might be a lot of stuff in there that you've never tried and maybe it's worth just having a little bit of a play on and you go, oh, wow, this is amazing.
0: Yeah, that brings us around to the hidden gems then. Is there anything that you have found and thought, wow, that's something I would never have even dreamt of playing? Have you? Is there anything over the last few years you've picked up from that? I know I can think of two at least before I even have to start thinking really
1: hard about it. Geometry Wars I really liked because I'd never played oh, that yeah, before. I yeah. think that was an old, was an Xbox game with Geometry yes, Wars? Was. Was free
0: with Xbox 360.
1: So it never, never come over to PlayStation. And then Geometry Wars was, was dumped on as a, a Vita free game. And I was like, oh wow, actually this is really, really <laughs> yeah. good. Um, I'm trying to, down well, I've been enjoying that. Oh, Binding of Isaac. Oh, Binding of yeah. Isaac was one I was never going to end up buying. And, I ended up playing that and just being obsessed with it <laughs> absolutely and utterly obsessed with it. It became one of those games that I played for hours and hours, uh, Ultron and um, Titan attacks. They were pretty Ooh. good. Yeah. Like old style kind of retro shooters. Well, Helldivers done as well. In kind of a month monitored- that were
0: a cross play as well. Divers, oh, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Yes.
2: Um,
0: Gravity
1: rush. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's it in the original, well, not the original, probably about halfway through the life cycle when they, they kind of added The PlayStation Plus stuff, they had like an instant game collection and you ended up with Gravity Rush, Golden Abyss. There was a load of games that were were part of that instant collection Mm. that you just got for having the system, which was like, wow.
0: Over the last two years that we've done a best of list, there's not been one year so far where I've not had a title that I've been playing on my Vita. I mean, last year, I think it was, I had Persona 4, Golden on there, and Counter-Spy, which I got free on PS Plus. Counter-Spy was it. I still love playing that, because you can still dive into it, because it's procedural generated. Yeah. You you just can play it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. As well as that, uh, there was Fat Princess, Piece of Cake, from a couple of years ago. Yeah. That, uh, that That is just I 100%ed so that. Did
1: you? <laughs> yeah, I 100%ed I've that. I've just
0: got one <laughs> achievement now left to unlock where you oh. have to play about 900
1: games or something like that. It's ridiculous. That and Run, Sat by Run, I became obsessed with them yes. and played them to ridiculous levels. And <laughs> Treasure of Montezuma Blitz was another game that I was completely obsessed with playing. They were just freemium throwaway silly games, but just couldn't stop playing um hotline miami that was another one that oh, i've not yeah. played I like until that. i got it as sure. part of playstation plus that's that's brutal mm. but that's another one that fits quite well onto the the vita mm. itself but there's there's so many
2: you could play the telltale games as well you know walking dead course yeah yeah,
1: yeah. the fighting games there was quite a few decent fighting games actually on the vita is there any Tekken games on the video? Tekken 6, technically, uh, because it's a <laughs> PSP version, because you can play the yeah. digital PSP yeah. version. But no, there wasn't a, a Tekken game released. which I was thinking about that yesterday. I was like, why the hell did they never actually release Tekken 6? But you had, um, like, Blue. um yeah. I'm trying to think what else. Um, Dead or Alive 5, that's on there. Injustice, that's actually not a bad port. Uh, Mortal Kombat 9? Street Fighter Across Tekken, which no, I really like on the Vita. King of Fighters was well and truly dead by then, wasn't it? So Yeah. You could probably play the earlier like um PS1 versions though. I would have thought so. I'm sure you'd be able to get the others, but yeah, there was there was a lot of franchises that didn't kind of make it across the a surprise that didn't. Tekken definitely is one of those that's that's noticeable by its absence. But it's it's bizarre. You can still obviously get PSP games and stick them on and play there so there was loads of like the PlayStation portable games that never got ports to it that have now had PS4 ports which surprises me so like Patapon and Locker Rocker they were all games that I thought they would have just done a quick cheap port stick them on a card quick sale but Sony didn't do it and then they seem to have waited like another couple of years and gone yeah we'll release them digitally on PS4 so okay bit strange but (laughs) fair enough
0: (laughs) Let's have a look at some of the downsides to it, because there are some. It's yeah. not a perfect machine; it has got its flaws. Um, what would be the one thing that you would say is a real cross to bear, if you like?
1: Well, I think we've said it before: memory cards.
0: Yeah, I know a lot of people complain about battery life, but so far mine's pretty stable. Mine, I usually get about six hours out of it. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. Which is yeah. an, that's a long train journey.
1: Yeah. I've, I've got an adapter type thing, so it's like an official Sony extra battery thing. And I get two charges out of that, and it costs Ooh. me a fiver. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I do get a decent amount of time out of mine. So I, I don't think battery life is, is the worst thing for it, especially yeah. for a portable system. I think, I don't think the Switch's battery life is amazing in comparison from no, what I've heard.
0: No. Well, especially when you look at how much. Um... How much power the OLED screen will actually demand of the machine, anyway? I think well, in theory, in well. theory,
1: OLED should actually use less power than than standard LED. I believe. Really? Yeah, I yeah, believe so. It looks so. a lot brighter though. I think it it's the way that the the, um, the colours are generated. I don't think it needs the uh, same level of backlight intensity as an LED does. I'm not definite on that, but I've got a feeling it's it's something to <laughs> do with that.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm no scientist. yeah
1: but yeah you can there's always ways to save back returning wi-fi off and putting into like flight mode and switching the sound yeah that's it sending the sound down turning the brightness down so there's always ways to kind of eke out that little bit of extra power from it i think the memory cards have to be the biggest issue just because of the cost the fact is if they'd have been able to sell them cheaper or uh, with a higher capacity i think they would have sold more of them uh, I think it's they they just mm. priced themselves out of it by saying, well, they're proprietary and we're going to charge you whatever the hell we want. I'm sure they weren't cheap to produce. No. So it's why they passed the, the cost on to the consumer. But they maybe should have bitten the bullet on that and sold the cards cheaper so that they made the money on the back end of selling games. Because... That's the business they were actually in, was making the money from from having that digital star.
0: It's quite funny as well, because the market now seems to have shifted to to a certain extent towards digital. So now would have been a perfect time to release something like the PlayStation Go.
1: Not 10 years ago when
0: they did try it. They do have a (laughs) tendency
1: to... to peak too soon and, and come out with technologies a little bit too early, <laughs> which is a great idea, but it means that you, you're too ahead of the curve and people aren't going to embrace it. So I, d- I don't think we'll see a PS Vita 2 anytime soon, um, uh. but I don't think they're killing the Vita off. I don't think they're turning around and saying we are never releasing no. any more games. We are ceasing any kind of support for it. They've, they've certainly not done that. and, are still releasing stuff so i'm sure they're quite happy to to keep putting stuff up on the store and collecting the money from it
0: well the fact that you're still paying resistance online if the servers are still
1: up that's it servers are still there (laughs) it's It's it's, ridiculous crazy there was no bugger to play against but (laughs) (laughs) yeah i definitely think memory card for me is the biggest bug i think second is probably the rear touch Cause it's, it's not dreadful. I think the lack of the, the R2 L2 buttons and then saying, we're going to stick them on as a rear touch was a nice idea if it had been more comfortable. I think it's not the most comfortable way Mm. to hold it. And especially if your game requires, because your hands, the way they sit, they naturally sit touching that rear touch. If you've got a button that's activated by being touched, you're basically constantly pressing that button, which is just stupid. It's like you haven't thought that through very well.
0: So what do you see in the future then for the PS Vita? Anything in particular?
2: It's not going to last too long because what I understand a lot of the developers are moving to the Switch unfortunately um, it makes sense but that for them they've probably
1: now got a lot of games they can port over to the switch because they've developed them first on the Vita. yeah i think they for them that's that's quite handy they've had that chance to to test a market and they yeah. know full well that people will if they've bought invested money in a console they want to play games on it and yeah like the switch i think nintendo could if they do it right, have quite a flourishing indie market, which is going to be a lot of games we've we've seen on the Vita mm. and a lot of Steam games stuff going across. But fair play, if that's what what gets developers out there and gets their games known, yeah. it's just up to Nintendo to make sure that they. They nurture that environment for the developers to release the stuff and it doesn't end up becoming a big, horrible shovelware mess because Nintendo do have a tendency to do that with, with portable systems.
2: <laughs> there's a
1: lot, well, their systems generally. There's a lot of games Gosh. that come out that are absolute garbage.
0: What? Imagine babysitting? <laughs> <laughs> I
2: don't,
1: don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> So, they, they, but yeah, I think they. you're right. There's definitely developers are are leaving the the Vita, but I don't think that means it's dead. I think think
0: it's dead. Well, you think about it. They're indie developers. They've only got a certain amount of time and resources. Some of these uh, developers are real small teams and they can't put all the time into two platforms. They've got to look at where the Mm. publicity is for a start off, you know, and while the switch is still fairly new... You might as well get in there while you've not got tons of shovelware and you're not gonna get buried. So yeah, yeah, it makes sense for them.
1: Make money whilst there's a chance. I think yeah, yeah definitely. I think the the main future, I think, is probably the fact that they the system's been hacked and you can run Yes, hack-
0: which I didn't know about until you told mm. me the other week. <laughs> yeah,
1: run custom firmware on it, which was a a big deal. The the PSP was hacked. God. Um I think Pretty probably quick. about two, yeah, quite quickly into its life cycle. And, and it became quite a big pirate machine. And I think it had a major resurgence Did the the PSP and was was utilised as a, a hack machine and was kind of the problem. Again, it was Sony saying, we want proprietary media for it, so we'll create UMD. So Ooh. we're going to make it impossible <laughs> for people to pirate our games. Wonderful. No, all you do is set a challenge for people to pirate your games. That's all you're doing. So um, that happened, which now means that there's a massive library of of ripped PSP games out there, if people are interested <laughs> in that kind of thing, um, and ripped PS1 games, which because you can run a hacked version of um, the firmware on the Vita, you could play all of those. And now you can also get a card adapter, which basically slots into the game slot, um and you pop in a micro sd so you don't even need to worry about sony's proprietary memory cards so you could have an absolutely massive games library Mm. and yes there's there's a lot of illegal or pirated games out there but you could also run emulation so you could also be playing nes and snares and mega drive and all of the old retro systems it's basically a raspberry pi then pretty Mm. much portable pi yeah so you you've got quite a powerful little system there. Sony's, Sony certainly are known for making quite powerful consoles. Yeah. And in a, as a portable one, it's pretty impressive for for being able to sling on and have it as a a really massive catalog of of portable uh, well or classic games on there. If that's what you wanted, I think yeah. what we'll also see is probably people releasing. Um, uh, what you call them? like homebrew games and things like that. I think you will see a homebrew community develop within the Vita stuff I think you saw it definitely within the PSP stuff. There was quite a big homebrew mm. community that that kind of popped up and certainly kept trying to squash them and they kept kind of going, yeah. well, you can't because your system's not protected. So we'll do this. <laughs> and I d- certainly do get to a point where it's just not worth them putting the effort in to stop it. No, and they just go, that's fine. You you just carry on. And that's exactly what will happen with the V. It kind of has happened with the fact that we haven't had another firmware update in ages. The system is pretty much left as it is. I, I kind of think it'd be a shame if that's all it's going to be used for. But, if people are using it then go for it i think utilize what what you've got there yeah but i do definitely think it's going to be one of those collector systems with the fact that it's physical cards rather than it being being digital media um which can potentially be deleted from the servers so if you are yep yes you may have it on your your system but there may be a point when they turn around and say you are not going to be able to download this anymore it happens definitely happens with digital content it's happened already with me um i can't
0: read download fat princess piece of cake i've got it on my system but if ever i delete that off the
1: card that's it i've lost that game so you're going to end up with people that are archiving so people are going to basically create digital copies for it. So homebrew community would be the only way of, of potentially being able to get a version of that game or a physical yeah. version of it. And you get in companies that are releasing physical versions of what would not generally have been released. So a lot of the indie games being released by people like, um, limited run or badlands releasing physical cards of these games. And because they're not on a disc, which, potentially can rot um they could be lasting 30 40 50 years people are still playing old atari games oh, and yeah. there's there's yeah. nothing wrong with them <laughs> well except they're old atari games but um they they've preserved they've stayed because they're in a, a physical state whereas discs they do start to corrode and digital stuff will potentially be deleted so could turn their servers off but if you've still got a physical cartridge of a game you can pop it in and carry on playing it so i think it's it's interesting i think there will be there will be people that will be purely collecting them there will be people that are Ooh. still playing them like myself there'll be people that are been finding out weird and wonderful ways to utilize them because especially like a 3d 3g version of it you've got mobile phone technology in there you've got gps technology you've got all sorts of weird and wonderful bits that could be modded and utilized in weird and wonderful ways that people probably won't have thought of, and someone will just mess around with and go, Oh, wow, look what I've suddenly come up with with my PS Vita.
0: I think the mobile side of it is going to be pretty much defunct soon, anyway. Yeah. Um, as the machine's only 3G, uh, you're going mm. to have problems because not only is the SIM card now pretty much defunct because everybody yeah. seems to have moved on to nano SIMs. Instead of micro, suddenly you're going to have problems actually getting a SIM card reader. Um, as well as that, eventually we're not even going to be using three G technology. It is going to get turned off. Oh yeah, but that's a long time down the road. I would, I would have thought.
1: I think the, the the final death toll will be when Sony turn around and say there's no more PlayStation Plus games for Vita. That, that's the sign yeah. when Sony have given up and they've said, we've well, got nothing left to give you. It's like, well... It's looking that way. They're, they're starting to
0: fetch in VR.
1: But they're still giving PS3 yeah, games they're... away. <laughs> PS3 games are still being given away. I, I don't see them stopping giving Vita games away anytime soon. But yeah, I think when that, that point comes when they switch that off, that will be the point where you go... Okay, Sony definitely don't want to support it anymore. There's, as we've said, there's like 1,400 um, yep. potential games that they could be giving away. That's that's a lot of months <laughs> of games you could be giving away.
2: You could stretch this out for a long time before you exhaust your back catalogue. It's got a niche future at the moment, hasn't it? You know, if, I, if I was one of these people who hasn't got a VT yet, I would be adding PS Plus games to my account every month because you come out of it. You guarantee at least two Vita games. Sometimes crossplay with with a PS4 game. So you're gonna come out with a big collection when you eventually, if oh, you yeah. do get a Vita, it, it, you end up with with a mass amount of games
1: just to just to start off with. Mm. I I think it's kind of a shame they didn't release like a version with because obviously like the Slim had did it have two gig of memory built into it and like the TV, i think had two gig of memory built yeah. in which as soon as you put a memory card in it ignores that you've got memory there which is just stupid <laughs> um i was mm. like, well, why have you done that <laughs> um they, they should really have released one that that had a decent size amount of memory already built into it and i think they would have they would have Ooh. maybe saved themselves the hassle of firstly having to produce memory cards because you don't need to because you turn around and say you've got a 32 gig vita here and we don't need to to stick a memory card in here or you could give them the option to upgrade it but i think they 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 did themselves a lot of they, they made a lot of very big missteps did sony and it's a shame but i think the system will live on i don't think it will die moving on to the feedback We've had
0: some feedback from the Twitter sphere, and as to be expected, very little from Facebook, except viral videos from Unilad. So first up, from Mr Nick, that's at HauntedCrime on Twitter, we have this. Great device made at a time when the industry were paranoid phone gaming was going to destroy consoles. Touch panels included as a gamble, they're not needed, and games are better when devs just ignore them completely. My favourite portable console... Hope Sony do another. Ooh.
1: Hmm. <laughs> you can never rule them no, out no. the way Sony can. <laughs> <laughs> They could suddenly next week announce yes, PlayStation Vita 2. It lives. Yeah, it's a and stick. It's a new all singing old. That's, yeah, that's it. It's a pull out kind of roll that's kind of weird, plasticky system that, that uses hand controls <laughs> to wave and play with it. And it levitates <laughs> and on your, your Sony chest. watch. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: yeah. It's like yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't think they will, but I wouldn't rule it out. I think they've probably seen a reasonable amount of revenue generated through the games, but probably lost a fair amount on the hardware.
2: Yeah, I th- I think they they maybe feel that the market is too crowded. I
1: don't I don't understand how it can be too crowded when your only competitor is the Switch or mobile phones, and if you're not aiming to hit the mobile phone market, you want something different. Your only competitor, then, is the Switch.
0: Which is still more powerful than now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Rodolfo Fiera, Um at RDLF2048. I'm not on the 10 based on anime bandwagon. I play Killzone, FIFA, Assassin's Creed, World Dig, Terraria, Unit 13, etc. So, kind of more of the... Well, that's not really all of the mainstream. There's a bit of... Steamwell, dig! I forgot all about that. That was a fantastic yeah. game. Yeah, there's some nice little indies in there. Two area as um, well. Yeah, Shu Yoshida ended PSV Vita support. <laughs> it goes to show that Sony have no idea what they're doing, which is why they <laughs> shouldn't make another handheld. And yeah, I think we we kind of covered that. I think Sony didn't know what they were doing. I think they didn't yeah. know what they were getting
2: into. Didn't know what they were doing with it. No, I think they tried to throw everything in, but the kitchen sink into it and. What would try to hope something would stick maybe with
1: it? Yeah, I think that's a shame.
2: Bring Stabity at, at Pastiche of Dermpos is a good one. What should people do with their PS Vitas or Vita TVs now if they don't want to risk custom fairware? We've talked about. Um, essentially, update it to 3.65. The custom fair firmware is up to you as a person if you want to install it. Yeah if you don't want to install it, you don't have to. It's not going to be, Sony are going to send you custom yeah. firmware over the internet, pretty Yeah no that's uh, it it's,
1: it's definitely a matter of choice and you do take the yeah. risk you do risk bricking mm. your machine if you yeah. do it you you have to accept that if you're going to do something that that goes against what the the original system was intended for then you take the risk you're going to to break it so maybe buy a mm. second one cheap and and <laughs> custom fair wear that yeah and keep your original as is yeah. that's my intention yeah.
0: they're old enough now that they're out of warranty anyway <laughs>
1: Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna pick a second one up cheap. Probably a slim. Um I did pick up a, a Vita TV with the intention of custom firmwareing it, but when I got it it was already on 365. So unless uh unless that's that changes and there's a way around it. But the the fact of you could have quite a good little system with like a Vita TV because you can now use um USB devices to it so you could hook up a usb hard drive to to a vita tv and have quite a big catalog of of games on on that um vita tv so you could have yeah. a massive uh multiple terabyte drive hooked up to it and be, be basically wow. have an entire collection of games on there if that's what you so wish to do so i can see i can see the benefits in in doing that if you wanted but for me no i'm I will keep my, my original as is, and if they do drop another firmware, Sony official firmware, then I will I will add it, even if it does remove more features from my device, which <laughs> it no doubt will, because that's what Sony tend to do with additional firmwares. After a certain point, yeah. they go, yeah, we're not giving you features anymore. It's a security patch, which means we're removing anything that could potentially compromise it. The
0: next one out of the bag, so to speak, is from our very good friend, Tom Sheridan who's at Solemn67. He says, Love it. I've even gone mental and started buying physical copies of games. I've got about 20+. plus. It's a great system, and I still play mine. Yeah, so speaks, Column. The Great Enabler.
1: He's right. It he is a great system. And yeah, he is a he is a great enabler. He's definitely been been a major influence on me buying physical at the the moment because this is what I can send a message to and go. I've picked these up and he'll send me a message back. So, so hi Colin.
2: Hello, Colin. I just I just had a thought. One thing that Sony did with the Vita, they put a compilation of games, didn't they? They packed Yeah, but they, but they packed my memory cards with about eight games at fairly cheap prices. And that just reminded me of the old retro what we used to do on the Specy, on the Amiga. You know, we used to just bundle games in together. So you don't get it with a PS4 as such, you don't get you never know, really got it with a PS3. But we did try to promote vitas with these big bundles of
1: um yeah they did try to add some value to the to the memory cards by basically you get a memory card full of games they did that quite late into the life cycle they didn't do it at the initial launch of the the vita which is fair enough because they didn't have the games to to bundle with it yeah but i think even that was just too late in the 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 cycle i think and the fact that they some of the games they were given free with playstation plus anyway yeah. so it's not an incentive to say "Hey, here's loads of free games you get with buying <laughs> this expensive memory card because we're already giving you them free with playstation plus
0: and last one up we've actually got a bit of audio because justin knowles loves his vita so much he's managed to get behind the mic in between recording the brilliant podcasts last save loaded and his new cult movie podcast bamcast which is at bam
3: underscore Cast. Take it away, Justin. Hi, guys. Justin Knowles here. Just thought I'd take a break from watching some absolutely terrible movies for the Badly Awesome Movie Podcast to drop you guys a quick line on the Vita. I heard you guys are doing a special, so I thought I'd chuck my two cents worth in. So I love my Vita. It gets a a reasonable amount of use, uh, especially if I'm commuting. It's um, just absolutely brilliant to, to chuck in a bag and take with you you can watch movies, you can listen to music the screen oh, the screen is just brilliant, I've got the old OLED model which just looks amazing and whether you're gaming or watching a movie or whatever it's just really good to take with you um, something that while I know the, the Game Boy has some good sorry not Game Boy anymore is it, jeez I'm showing my age uh, <clears throat> the 3DS has um, some really good titles on it the travelling with the Vita just works better for me. The um, the games, I mean, there is no shortage of good games on the Vita. First and foremost, Persona 4 The Golden. One of the best games I've ever played. Then you've got things like... Uh, some of the lego games you've got borderlands 2 you've got the final fantasy 10 and 10 2 remakes which look brilliant you've got a portable version of minecraft then you've got things like spelunky uh, civ rev plus um steam world heist zen pinball zen pinball yes there's a, My obsession. About a billion different jrpgs you can play on there and yeah i'm never never short sure of games to play i I know that not every game comes out on the Vita, but look, it has a bloody good library for for the sort of games I get into. Um, XCOM, another brilliant game. Oh yes. So uh, look, as I said, love my Vita. Just thought I'd share some love. There's tons of games on there. That screen is gorgeous, and it's just a really nice little travel companion. And yeah, I wish I wish they had taken a lot more and and done a lot more with it it could have been such a brilliant system but um it never got the support it needed all right that's enough of me waffling on catch you guys later
1: bye yeah cheers justin that's kind of reinforced a lot of stuff we've said and yeah it, it, someone else who completely agrees that there's a beautiful little system and and was underused <laughs> definitely not yours then <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, mentions about the Lego games oh, which I've yes. forgotten about. Yeah. There's yeah. so many Lego games. It's that I'd, I've been been going through them because for me they're they're quite a decent um, they're a decent game to play. They're they're a bit of a. They're not exceptionally hard to play. They don't require any major thought or anything. They're quite just a nice romp and they're quite good for trophy hunters. And I think that's one thing that we didn't really mention is the fact that if you are a trophy hunter, a Vita is a fantastic way to boost your trophy collection. Like the cross by where... Basically, if you unlocked the game on the PS3, you could basically import your save to the Vita and unlock all the trophies instantly. Sound Shapes, I think, is one of them. So there was ways that you could majorly boost your trophy collection by having a Vita. So if you're a trophy collector, that's definitely, you should really own a Vita because you're missing out on, on boosting your, your uh, digital. Digital score by quite some size. How sneaky. <laughs> Any final thoughts then before we clear off? Now's the time before they disappear entirely or become too damn expensive mm. to actually get hold of. Uh, definitely, if you see one under 100 quid, um it'd probably be worth picking one up, especially if it comes with a memory card. Well yeah. worth having a look on eBay because a lot of people are selling them and sometimes with entire collections of games. Mm. Um, and don't go bidding against me on eBay because it's really annoying when I am <laughs> after something. Because I've got, I've got, I've got a real system with with it. I basically look at at CEX and see what price they're selling their their second hand copies at. and I aim to be a few quid cheaper than that. So if it goes <laughs> over that, then I go, well, you've lost out, mate, because you could have bought it from CEX for that price. So that's kind of the way that I look at <laughs> at getting it. But it it works quite a good way. It's a good way of limiting because eBay is quite easy to get to run away with with paying exorbitant prices for for stuff but but the shopping around it's definitely you can definitely pick them up a lot of a lot of places we'll have them second hand I don't know if we'll get to a point where charity shops end up having them like you do with PS2 and um, PS1 games where people will I come out with arms full of uh, classic games for for next to nothing but it might happen i'm sure over over the years it probably will and there'll be, be bits and bobs can be picked up from from charity shops but definitely at the moment a lot of like cex and game to a certain extent granger games yeah. and still some of the online ones like game seek base all newer titles coming out for the vita that you can you can pick up it's just hitting it at the right point, and it? it's just getting
2: it at the right point, and just grabbing it. Yeah, if you're looking at a switch and you're thinking that's a bit out of my price range at the moment, yeah. I don't think you can go far wrong. And just going right, I'll whack eighty to hundred quid on the Vita, and you will get as much enjoyment out of it as you would do a switch at this moment in time. I completely agree i think you're right if if your interest is 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 playing games and you're not
1: necessarily bothered about being part of the the having the latest newest technology then yeah you you can't really go far wrong and it is the right point to be able to have quite a good collection of games Mm. quite cheaply and be able to basically pick and choose there's such a library there there is such a variety of titles there that you there is something for you there you may have to have a look around and may have to go off and have a a read of a few websites and check out a few reviews but there's definitely a lot of games there from whether it's third party big franchises down to lots of indie stuff down to lots of weird and strange specialist kind of games even in a year's time, we'll still see physical games being released or we'll still see stuff being released. Um, I, we won't see any big announcements. Cerny stopped having any real announcements for the damn thing. We've, we saw for years that like the, the Cerny presses of people are going, are they going to mention the Vita? Are they going to mention the Vita? No. <laughs> like, it just became a running gag. And that that whole big gag of, oh, the Vita's got no games, is, is a meme that needs to die because it's just not true it's not true even in the slightest there are so many games
0: oh my god yeah I think there's still plenty of life left in the old horse yet so Connor have you got any shout outs that you want to do you know anybody you want to mention
1: well, probably to a few podcasts that I've I regularly listened to. So obviously the last save loaded, um, guys, uh, definitely obviously having Colin <laughs> contributing and Justin contributing and hello to other Justin. Um, so yes, definitely to those. Um, and the drop out of me guys, which obviously we haven't done anything together in a while and hopefully we will. Other than that, no, just thank you very much for having me on. It's been really, really kind of you, you know, to it's been fun. invite me over to, uh, chat about my favorite portable system especially (laughs) someone who never really was a portable gamer yes it's it's been it's been really nice to to chat about a system i i really love and and chat with people that obviously love it too and and have getting have had and are getting as much enjoyment out of the
2: thing as i am
0: andy any podcasts or people you want to give a shout out
1: to
2: yeah why not wizards excellent podcast
1: Codec moments that, that haven't released a podcast in ages and they should get their ass in gear.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Hellfreeze freezes <laughs>
1: over first. <laughs> Andy and Matt, sort your shout.
0: <laughs> Well, thanks again, Connor, for dropping by and giving us a quick update. And don't make it so long before the next time you
1: come round. <laughs> yeah yeah hopefully i won't leave it a, a year next time <laughs> definitely have to come back and uh have a we'll, chat
2: we'll just call it connor's anniversary yeah yeah, yeah
1: just every year i just come back and talk about something <laughs> yeah definitely i won't leave it as long next time thanks again guys for yeah. having me on oh it's been brilliantly brilliant. well, well,
2: yeah, thank yeah. You. it's been a pleasure hopefully your health issues will be sorted out soon and you get really well we'll see yeah. you back on the airwaves hopefully that's, that's the aim let's let's see what we can do
0: yeah right then let's get out of here Bye Bye La Vita Logo
1: Matter like sausages, like very small sausages.